family. This is Drew Martinez, uh, one of the student pastors at NBC. Uh, just checking in with you guys. We um, want to welcome y'all to the uh, Rock Student Ministries uh, Beyond the Message podcast. Uh, due to being uh, in this season of social distancing, we decided to move the podcast uh, from an in-person conversation to Instagram Live. So thank you guys for joining in. Um, but yesterday's uh, message was awesome. And just to remind you of kind of like the main points of the message, uh, point number one uh, was Satan wants you to live in bondage. And the second point was that Jesus has come to set us free. And the third point was this, people need to hear your story of freedom in Christ if you've experienced that already. So uh, we got some good things to talk about. Uh, but something that Pastor Mike has shared, he shared this question at the top of his sermon. He asked this question. He said, everyone is praying to stop the storm out there. But what about the storm inside? All right. Everyone is praying to stop the, to stop the storm out there. But what about the storm inside? And that just got me thinking a little bit. I think often when we um, are on the topic of spiritual warfare, right? I think a lot of believers kind of wrestle with that. And a lot of you students might be wondering, Man, is spiritual warfare like a real thing? Like, do angels and demons exist? Like, what's the deal with this? It's kind of weird to understand. Uh, so we want to shed some light on that to start off our time together. Uh, so I wanted to share a little bit, but I think it's good to find a good um, biblical balance of um, spiritual warfare. And the Bible um, instructs us, Paul instructs us in Romans 6, that all Christians should fight or wage war against sin in themselves. And then Paul would also argue in Ephesians 6 that we should be prepared to fight against the schemes of the devil. All right. So when we talk about spiritual warfare, we have to take into account uh, what Paul teaches in Ephesians 6. So there's a reason why he, he instructs all believers to put on the armor of God. All right. To put on the armor of God to protect themselves from the schemes of the devil. And um, so what exactly is it that the enemy is out to do? The enemy is out to, to seek. He seeks to destroy and devour us as believers. He wants to discourage us. He wants us to remain in unbelief. He wants to push us away from God. He, his desire is for us to fall into sin. And the reality is, as the Bible teaches, is that there are, there is a spiritual world. There is a spiritual realm. There are angels that um, are on God's side, that are obedient to God, to his commands and fight on our behalf and guard us. And there's also fallen angels known as demons that are out to seek to destroy us. And so I want to bring in uh, Caleb uh, more in just a second to kind of keep this conversation going. So is there a spiritual realm? Is spiritual warfare such a thing according to the Bible? Yes, it is. And um, here's my next question is, how do we fight um, against? Um, we're going to call Caleb. We're going to bring the reverend in, Caleb Moore, to come and share a little bit uh, with you guys. So here he is. What's good, Caleb? What's up, guys? How y'all doing? Good to see you, man. You're outside right now? You're getting Hey, got to take advantage of this weather, man. <laughs> That's cool, bro. Hey, man, so we want to move just to the second question, man. Um, for those of us as believers, um, how do we fight this battle of spiritual warfare? And even if anyone's watching right now or listening and they're not a believer, like, how do they jump into this fight? So um, what are your thoughts, bro? Yeah, no, I think one of the ways I've heard it said and tried to look at it is that our awareness of this battle 
um, or basically our effectiveness in this battle hinges on our awareness of this battle. And so I think like the first thing you talked about, and I know Mike talked a little bit about it yesterday, was just this idea that you kind of have two schools of thought. There are some people who give way too much thought to this. And it's like, like he said, I got a flat tire. And they're like, the demons gave me a flat tire, you know? <laughs> and yeah, there are certainly those people that are out there. But then I also think there are other people that don't give much thought to it as well. And they just think there's almost this non-existence of it. I think through like, you know, C.S. Lewis, I won't read the full quote, but he basically says that those are the two opposite and equal errors that this world makes is that we either think too much or too little. Mm -hmm. And so I think for us as Christians, we've got to be aware that there is a battle, um, that there are two forces, not just good and evil, but God and Satan, who ultimately desired in pride to be God, and and he wants to destroy our lives because he hates the goodness and the hope and the joy we find in Christ. And so, um, obviously, you go to a passage like Ephesians 6. Be strong in the Lord and the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor. So there's an imperative command there to put on the armor of God so that you can be able to stand against. So stand against the schemes of the devil and it doesn't say like it may happen it doesn't say if by chance it happens it it pretty much gives us a certainty it's gonna happen yeah and then so yeah like you were talking about i think it's just a matter of us consciously in our minds being aware of this battle and the way i put it down i kind of put three little like in my mind three little steps here of what we've got to do we've got to identify the enemy We've got to prioritize the strategy. So what does it take to to put up defense against this enemy uh, and to, in some ways, take the offense and then to see God's glory? So identify the enemy. This is who we're fighting against. Prioritize the strategy. This is how you'll win. This is how you'll stand strong. This is how you'll stand yeah. firm. Mm-hmm. And then see God's glory because that's ultimately what's going to give us the greatest comfort in the battle. Yeah. And, uh, and so, yeah, I think, what does that look like then for things like prioritizing our strategy? Yeah. It's an absolute necessity that if you're a follower of Christ and you're in this battle, that you need to be in God's word. Uh, Satan's main tactic, I believe even more so than physical, you know, things like, well, he gave me a flat tire or things like this. It's that he wants to mess with your mind. He wants you to believe lies. He wants you to fall into deception and to to question your worth, your value, your identity. And the best way you can combat against lies is to go to the truth and to source and feed your life with God's word. And so uh, on top of that, obviously, prayer is going to be absolutely vital. And then accountability. I know Mike talked Mm -hmm. about it a little bit yesterday. Like when we sneak into places of isolation. So Caleb, man, what if somebody's watching and they're not like, they're not certain about their salvation in Christ. They're maybe not walking with Jesus. Like, how do they jump into this fight? Where do they begin? Where do they start if, if they're not a Christian yet? Yeah, so if you're not a Christian, I think, you know, I was, I was reading earlier um, in Acts 26, we hear from Paul, and his whole mission was to open their eyes so that people may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God. So, really like clear language there of turning from something to something uh, away from darkness to light from Satan to God. 
that they may receive forgiveness of sins and place among those who are sanctified by faith in me. So this is like Paul saying, this is why God sent me, is to help people go from death to life, from darkness to light. And so then if you go to 1 John 1, it talks about uh, essentially turning from sin and trusting in the goodness of, of Christ and who he is and what he came to do for you. So if you're watching this and you're not a believer, it could be really scary to talk about spiritual warfare and Satan and demons. Uh, but the good news is on the opposite side of those things is a loving father who desires in every way to give you salvation, to give you freedom. Uh, and that's exactly what Mike talked about yesterday was though Satan wants to disrupt and destroy our life. God sent Jesus to give us freedom, to set us free. And so that would be my encouragement is turning from your sin, the very thing which allows the shackles of darkness to hold you and mm -hmm. to turn to Jesus and let him set you free to walk in his marvelous light. Amen. Amen, brother. Well, you heard it from the Reverend Moore himself. <laughs> no. So, hey, uh, hey, Caleb, I'm going to hang up on you. We're going to bring Macaulay in for our next question. All right, All right. Sounds good. All right. Let's call him right now. We're going to bring Macaulay in. Uh, she serves at our Prince William campus. Hi. What's up, Macaulay? Hey there. Hey. Thanks for joining us. So uh, uh, thanks for being in this conversation with us uh, today. So hey, we talked a little bit with our students so far about what spiritual warfare is, like, do we believe it? So now, uh, for those of us who are walking with Christ, um, Pastor Mike uh, talked about in his sermon yesterday that people need to hear our story. Like, they just need to hear, like, what are what what we look like now as believers and that encouragement from um, once, be, once being in bondage and now being set free in Christ. So what, what would you say to students in terms of that are really wrestling with right now, they're home, um, they're around maybe family members who don't believe, maybe uh, FaceTiming with friends, engaging with people on social media, and they don't know where to start, how to share their story. Like, how could you encourage our students in terms of preparing to share like their, their story? Yeah, I love that question. Um, I was actually on FaceTime with one of the Prince William students earlier today, and she did exactly this. She was talking to a friend um, from school who was really struggling and just started to share the gospel with her. Just literally was like, hey, can I share with you while, why I have hope? Um, and it was literally just from there that she took it and she, she brought the gospel into that conversation. Yeah, but I think that the conversation can start as easy as that of just um, – you know, I'm, I'm struggling or I don't believe, or this is, this quarantine period is really hard. And like, all you have to do is say, Hey, can I share with you why I have hope? And you can kind of start from that, that route. Yeah. I think just sharing with that. So if, and, um, and I, I know we've been talking about maybe sharing some resources with our students. So students, man, if, if you guys want to get some resources in terms of how to share, um, but I know we talked about like a basic structure, like that we use, like kind of when people like do baptisms and stuff like at our church. Um, do you remember that structure? We talked about those three questions. If you wanted to format like a quick version of your testimony. Yeah. So if you're going to format your testimony, you can really start with it just being before then and after. So mm -hmm. before just being, what did your, your life look like before Christ? Yeah. Then being like, what did your life look like when you gave your life to Christ? And then after of what does your life look like now that you have Christ in it? Um, and so just really creating a, a concept of what your life looks like, because people can argue with you all day, but they can't argue your story. And the Lord can use that testimony that you give in other people's lives. Um, and so it's really important that we learn how to share and that we know how to bring the word into our testimony as well. Yeah. 
Amen. Preach, Macaulay. <laughs> Colin couldn't join us today. We don't need Colin <laughs> Curtis from PW. We got Macaulay bringing the word today. We love Colin. Don't say that. <laughs> cool, Macaulay. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate your feedback, and uh, we'll see you soon. All right. Thank you. Bye. All right, students. Well, hey, thanks for um, tapping into our podcast uh, today. You heard it. Um, spiritual warfare is real. Um, you've heard a couple of points on how we can fight it. And you've heard some points on how the, the necessity for us to share our story. For those of us who are currently walking with Christ, uh, our story of transformation, like being free from that bondage that Satan want, desires for us to be in. But in Christ, there's freedom. And for those of us who have experienced that freedom, Man, the call is to go and share, like to go and make disciples, to go and share your story. So students, we want to leave you on that note. That's your takeaway for this week. Who can you be sharing your testimony with uh, in, the, in the coming days or even today, like after this, uh, listening to this podcast? Who, who can you text? Who can you reach out to on social media? Who can you hit up and just be able to share the love of Christ with and share how Christ has saved you from the bondage of sin? and in um, the ways that his freedom has impacted and influenced your life and how you desire for friends and family who don't know that freedom, who have yet to experience that freedom, for them to be able to receive the free gift of salvation in Christ Jesus. So we want to thank you guys for tuning into our podcast today uh, through Instagram Live. Uh, we love you guys. We're praying for you. And we will see you on live tomorrow at 3 p.m. So every day this week, join us here at the Rock Student Ministries. And uh, we'll be live at 3 p.m. every day this week. All right, y'all. Love y'all. Take care.